What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 13 of the Art Meets Culture podcast. I'm your host, Ade Sanusi. Um, thank you so much for, you know, um, listening over the weekend um, through playlist, um, the playlist rather. Um, you know, we had some amazing feedback and, you know, recorded some dope episodes over the weekend. So I'm definitely excited to share that with you guys this week. Um, you're getting the same thing this week. This week, each day, there's going to be an epic podcast for great artists. Um, you know, um, I'm definitely still continuing um, the mission of, you know, building um, a phenomenal platform that's going to give great opportunities to artists and, you know, let them hear their stories and push them out there quite efficiently. Um, you know, and get get the ball rolling. And you know, this is going to be cemented in culture, definitely for sure. Um, you know, I had some amazing feedback over the weekend. Um, you know, my brother Stazzy, you're going to hear from this week. You know, he, he, you know, he spoke to me about you know, um, you know, what I could be doing. You know, much efficiently, really, because um, I, I asked him for feedback. You know, he we got some great. Um, he got he gave me some great answers to that. You know, and definitely. I've, I'm just been in the mode of study mode all weekend I'm just trying to be more efficient at what I do in my craft so I definitely salute to you Stazzy um, for helping me you know realize that and actually understand that you know what I mean so the, the day every day is you know it's time to get better you know I me mean? um, I'm a person you know who wants to be um, you know wants to be the very best and wants to also push um people to be the very best as well around him so um salute any great feedback um you know and, and this is awesome so yes the salute to Stazzy, you know great friend great friend of the show great friend of the platform um but yeah um without further ado i want to introduce um you know the next person who we're speaking to and that's scott greenwood phenomenal artist um you know someone who's been painting for years you know he's transitioned from being a model um from a model to a fitness um fitness guy to working fitness brand now going full circle back to art again um which how he started from school um but yeah he's a phenomenal guy great story you know from manchester you know did pieces for the likes of raheem sterling harry Maguire, russ you know, he's got an amazing piece that he's done, um, a Gary V piece. I'm not too sure if that's got to him. I didn't, didn't even get to ask him that question. You know, he really has a great mindset. And I can tell, you know, he's a man who believes in manifestation and the laws of attraction. So um, if you're listening right now, um, be sure to, you know, like, subscribe um, to our iTunes, my um, Art Meets Culture um, if you're on Spotify, subscribe to our Spotify Armies Culture. And if you're on SoundCloud, if you're not on any of these streaming platforms, be sure to check us out on there. Um, every support is great support. Um, it's another, you know, amazing day today. Um, it's, I, I think I'm going to, I'm trying to think what I'm going to eat today. You know, I'm, I'm feeling very hungry out in these streets. So, you know, it might be a jollof day. I'm going to cook some jollof rice, you know, some chicken. Or oh, was it beef? Who knows? I'm gonna cook something phenomenal, but you know it's gonna have some plantain with that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna drop that supermod as well, so you know the vibes, you know the flavors. But salute to you all, man. Um, please continue to be positive. Have a have a phenomenal day. You know we're all gonna beat this. We're all gonna win um, for sure. Um, and I and I believe in that energy. Um, so you know, without further ado, you know um, this is Scott Greenwood be sure to enjoy you know what to do he puts his money where his art is so let's put your money where your art is um let's go yes bro 
Yo. How are you, bro? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? All good, not bad. I had uh, was running around shopping today. Yeah. So that's why I pushed the time, but all good. Nah, it's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. No problem. How, how, are you on, how are you on this day anyway? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Sun shining and that. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> How's quarantine t- treating you? I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm sure, obviously, you spoke to other artists and that. Um, yeah. Don't really change much for us, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. That. So, yeah, thank you for coming on board, um, you know, to the Army's Culture Podcast. So, we're definitely, oh, yeah. you know, um, going to be checking in with, you know, the artists who are literally killing it on gram at the moment, you know what I mean? Minus the exhibitions, yeah. but, you know, we're using this digital platform as our exhibition space, you know what I mean? You're making a lot of noise in your, in your field. Yeah, man, thank you. Yeah, no worries. So, yeah, tell the audience who you are, what you do, essentially. Um called Scott Robert Greenwood. Um, as an artist, I tend to call myself SRG, obviously the mm-hmm. initials. Um, 24, from Manchester. Uh, create large-scale artwork, and I basically really only work in black, grey and white. Uh, yeah. And that kind of like covers it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's definitely a question I have. I need to know why specifically <laughs> you work with that tone, which is amazing. But yeah, yeah. Um, so... I had two questions, really. I mean, I really probably wanted to ask, like, you know, how did you get into art? But, like, literally, I scrolled through your Instagram over the week. And mm. I've seen you from no facial hair <laughs> um, <laughs> to being a model to then getting into fitness to getting into art. Okay. <laughs> that whole transition. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? It's amazing to just to see the different stages. Yeah, yeah. Through to now finding what you truly want to do. Yeah, I didn't think you'd go that far back. <laughs> yeah, I went far. That's mad. Um, yeah, so I, through school, I've always been into art um, since I was a little kid. I always used to just draw, but I used to draw with pens. Never mm-hmm. used to draw with pencils or anything like that. Teachers would always, like, when I was in primary school, like, use colour pencils and that. But I just, I never did it. I just always wanted to draw with a pen, biro pen, which is black. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say it kind of, like, stemmed from there with the, the whole black and grey and white thing. Yeah. Um, I never really used to paint. Um, I just used to draw with pens still, even the, all, all the way through school. And then when I went into college, but they tried to force you to do other stuff. But um, I just always found painting very like, um, just so much hassle because you got to get yeah. different paints to do blending and all that jazz. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I always used to draw with a pen. Um, so I'd, I'd say that's mainly where it came from, doing the black stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, yeah, so I was I did art in college. Um, I did it at school, and then after that, obviously, get like out into the world, don't you? And you got to try and find your own way. Uh, and I got approached on Instagram by like a modeling company to come in and you know like just to interview me and that. And at the time, I was doing drawings and I was trying to put them onto t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a few. You did a skull one, I think I've seen. Um, Yo, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that one, yeah. Um, so I was doing that at the time, but it was very like basic. I was like 17, 18 at the time and I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just Mm -hmm. messing about and then the modeling came to me and then I spoke to them and then they let me on and then I ended up working for them, um, Mm -hmm. in the offices, like booking models in as well as doing stuff myself. Um, so I kind of put the artwork on a back burner. Um, then my my best mate came to me wanting me to start a business with him, which was a clothing business, mm-hmm. uh, which was a fitness clothing business, yeah. which is 
why the whole gym thing is about as well, got into fitness and all that jazz. So then I ended up quitting the job as the model and the booking people in and stuff to try and set this business up. Mm. Then it didn't kick off as quick as you always think it will. So I had to get a part-time job at Tesco. Then the the clothing business started doing a lot better. Uh, We managed to get into like Foot Asylum and other stockists around the UK and that. But it was before every Tom, Dick and Harry had a clothing brand. This was. Mm. Um, Then after that, it kind of not crumbled, but it, it lost the... Um, spotlight as much in a way like it just wasn't going it didn't blow up like it was meant to Um, and we didn't have the funding myself and my mate to be able to push it compared to all these other brands that were happening Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like I need to make money some other way and that's when I went back to drawing and I just did a sketch and I posted it on Facebook and then people started messaging me asking me to draw the dogs and stuff amazing so yeah that was it's the crazy thing like a lot of artists their, yeah. their first clients are always people with animals and they want them to draw their dogs yeah yeah, yeah yeah i noticed that from listening to other artists i was like yeah. that's crazy like it's it's so similar for all of us how we start there's a lot of people who like do graffiti and then there's yeah. also like a lot of people who do the pet portraits for people and yeah. then grow from that kind of way mm. now that's sick that's sick and now you do it do art full-time now yeah yeah i've been well i left tesco and that's when i need to get some more i need to get money so i started drawing so sick i didn't I'd, I'd already left the job before i actually started doing the artwork so straight away as soon as i started doing the art that was full time anyway for me mm. so no, that's yeah big. that's actually like super big um in terms of what you're doing and you know it's always good to hear the transitions um but it's funny like you started with art, but everything drew you back to art in the end. So that's like, you know, yeah. positive for you. Like which, uh, which artists inspired your work? Like who, who have you looked at like in, um, for inspiration really? Right at the start. I'm not actually sure how you say his name. It's either Davo or Davo. Yeah. I'm not I, sure. I'm probably, I think I call it Davo. Um, Tom, Tom yeah. calls him Davo as well. So, and he's okay. man, So I, I guess he's legitimized. His name is Davo. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, him he's from manchester and he was like one of the first people that i saw on instagram doing what he's doing yeah. and obviously he's amazing and he's found a lot of success doing what he does mm-hmm. so i saw it and i thought i can do something like that like so it, it that was the first inspiration for me and like yeah. um, inspired me to actually go for it mm-hmm. um i saw that you spoke to lawrence the other day and he yeah. mentioned timmy sneaks um, yeah uh, timmy sneaks massive yeah so mm-hmm. I, I've, I look at his stuff and it's not necessarily like his work inspires me. I think it's more like his work ethic and yeah. how devoted he is to it all. And obviously he's at, he's, he's at a very good level, but he's mm. still like, he still puts in the hours and everything from what yeah. you see anyway. So yeah, he's smashing. Uh, I definitely put him on the list. Um, they're the ones that come to my mind first mm-hmm. where I actually fully know their names and everything. Yeah. And then there's other, there's other artists that I follow who I think like they're amazing. I'll look at the work, but they're not like the names aren't fully stuck in my head. Yeah. Uh, no, so, it's yeah. definitely great that you know you've you know a lot of people will go way back and talk about the older artists, but yeah. it's great that you have found it in your peers who you can currently see, currently DM, have conversations with that yeah. guys are your you know inspirations to push you harder, you know, and it shows within your work that you know you've taken pieces in terms of spirit and energy and you've put that into your work and you just have gone for it. So it's definitely sick to see. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. But yeah, I mean, 
you know, I'd definitely like you to expand on the black and white style because it's like yeah. a lot of people, um, you know, they do art and it can come across looking the same as everybody else's. So you can get lost in the world of Instagram of just drawing. You can draw the same thing and it can look exactly the same. But if you don't have that signature style, um, yeah. you know, it can get lost in the source. So like, you know, from evolving from doing, you know, pen drawings, keeping it black and white till now, um, how can, how can I put this? It's like, how have you found, you know, comfortability in this style? Do you know what I mean? Why do you want to still stick to it, stick to it? And will you expand on color? Yeah, hundred percent. I get you. Um, mm. I'd say another reason that I do the black and white and stuff is I like the idea of, um, artwork, like being powerful and, mm. you know, like, um, and I think the black, gray and white really helps put that across. Yeah. Um, um, I'd also say I'm not being, um, I'm saying I'm not being lazy, but I kind of am in a way as well. Like, without when you have to use color, you have to do a lot more mixing to find different tones, like yeah. skin tones and stuff like that. Mm. Whereas black, gray, and white, it's a, it's a lot more straightforward to me, it is anyway. And it's just mm. something that I'm always naturally. It's just what I naturally do. Do you know what I mean? It's what comes natural to me in a way. Yeah. Uh, I do add a bit, tiny bit of color in some certain pieces, but it's it's usually just like a very small dab of it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd say, I'd say it's about the powerful, the effects and style of it that I think it's like, that I like. And also, I, I want to create artwork that I like. Um, yeah. Like my house now where I live, it's, I've got artwork up everywhere. And Sick. It's, it, so I'd, I'd happily put it in my own home. Mm. Um, so I, I think if you like it, then there's someone else who will like it out there as well. And exactly. Like the um, and I do think at the moment, black gray white is very like in the style um, yeah people like modern clean houses uh, monochrome so i think the artwork goes very well with what people want at the moment as well yeah um, definitely um you know fits a lot of aesthetics in our home do you know what i mean because like, yeah. my walls are literally black and white and i've probably made it that way because it's like i want to put art pieces up yeah. do you know what i mean and we're in that minimalist um yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stage where everyone's not minimus, uh, neutral colors rather. Everyone's yeah. just really neutral in terms of neutral whites, neutral grays, neutral green creams, and all these art pieces can just fit and just pop and stand out more rather yeah, yeah, in yeah. Uh, it being in a mist of clutter. So, yeah, yes. no, I definitely, um, you know, get where you're coming from. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Man. I mean, you did dabble in a little bit of color, um, yeah. for the uh, Raheem, um, Sterling, um, yeah. uh, piece. Uh, tell me about that piece and also tell us about the mad party as well. How was that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Raheem Sterling's party, man, that was, um, it was one of my biggest paintings. It was two meter by two meter, I think. Wow. Um, it was a great Gatsby themed party. So great Gatsby. I watched the film before I started the painting and obviously when yeah, the film starts. Or the DiCaprio one. Yeah. 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 Leonardo okay. DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the film credits and that, it's like black, black and gold. Yeah. So that's kind of like, I knew what kind of vibe it was. And obviously everyone's wearing suits and old style fashion and that. Mm. Um, but yeah, great black and gold. So yeah, that's, that's, that's just how the piece happened, isn't it? Um, they sent me a picture of what Raheem wanted and then I'd just do whatever I wanted, really. So. Amazing, amazing. How was the party as well? Yeah, the party was mad. Myself, I'm not very like, I'm, I am quite introverted, so yeah. I don't, and I'm not, I'm not a partier. I used to be when I was like 18 in college and that, but 
very quickly I matured and stopped doing that whole party scene. Um, yeah. I don't I don't drink, I don't go clubbing or anything. So that's it's been it's been ages, like years right. since I've been true, been clubbing and that. And then I went <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um so so yeah, and then I went to that party, which I couldn't say no because it's yeah. stupid to say no. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was good, man. It was good. Um Scott Thomas is the guy who arranged the whole like event and styled it out and everything. Yeah. Um, uh, which he did a crazy good job of. Like it was obviously I, you won't have seen everything that was at the party, but there was like um, I don't even know how to put it. Like like um, not naked, but girls in like lingerie. Okay, um, so they're really like a, into the theme, heavy themed everything. Yeah, in like a, a big glass, like dancing in it, and that is just yeah. That's it's, mad. They went. They went to town with it. Yeah, I can tell he spent a lot of money, but you know he plays yeah. for one of the biggest teams in the world. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's up there. Um, so yeah, I mean, your 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 paintings have have been in the hands of many like oh athletes, yeah, influencers, mm-hmm. business owners. You know, um, even one of my favorite artists, uh, Russ. You know yes. that um, landed in his house, and definitely he put that up. So that yeah, was see. Um, you know, who's been your your favorite piece that you've gifted? Um, you know, oh. who's who's been like the favorite person? Like what what one meant more to you? Uh, it's difficult, man. Because mm. they all I'm sure like you've asked other artists this and it's they all probably say the same thing where yeah. different they all mean something differently in like a different stage of the journey that you've been on. Like mm. Umar Kamani was my first my first painting um, mm. that was for like a celebrity kind of person. Mm. Um, obviously he's a business owner, massively like inspirational how yeah. he's done what he's done. And mm. he's from Manchester as well. So big. he was my first guy. So I really, really like, that was a, a big, big moment for me mm. when I got the message, you know, like saying you can meet him and everything. Big, um, big Bugsy Malone. He was the yeah. second one. So then again, it was just like my second guy. So I was absolutely buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's from, from Manny as well, so you know. Yeah, and his his whole story, everything about him, like the inspiration again, it's it's just mad. Yeah. Um, and I proper proper appreciate it, and I understand mm. it's all about work ethic with me. Yeah. Like I appreciate it so much. Mm. Um, but I'd say the one that meant, I wouldn't say the one that meant the most, but the one that was like just different from the rest is probably Russ, the one that you mentioned, just yeah. purely by the fact. I literally listen to his music every day for hours. Yeah. And that's not an exa- exaggeration. I literally listen to him every day for hours. If it's um, not that, or do you, do you watch the interviews as well? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's watch iconic. all the podcasts, everything that he does. Mm. Um, I know his story, like mm. everything about him and how yeah. he's managed to achieve what he is. And it's, it's massive props to him to do what he's done. And yeah, so yeah, when he, when he messaged me on Twitter, I, I was... <laughs> Buzzing. I, I couldn't believe that he messaged me. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just yeah. And then obviously, and was that just? Um, sorry to cut you. Um, was that um, just you posting normally? Tagged him, and that's that. Yeah, yeah. So some of these like footballers and stuff, like obviously sp- speaks them before and they re- they request it. Yeah. Um, um, but some some people like Umar Bugsy. That was mainly when I was when it was when I was first starting out. Yeah. When I didn't have any contacts with people that could put me into positions to be able to like get requests from these big people and stuff. Yeah. Um, you just had to do it and hope that they saw it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's the way that went about Russ. But I just wanted to paint him anyway. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, if he saw it, then sick. And he thankfully he did see it. Um, I just yeah. it was on Twitter though, not on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and that's that's how he saw it, and then yeah. got it sent out to America where he is. And then he then I saw it in a video where he put it on on his wall. Like as soon as you come in come in his house, he has it on his wall there. And I was like, that's, that's sick. Yeah. So, you know, that's actually big. You know, people Twitter still works because I think people are neglecting Twitter. As Mate, Twitter I, I, neglect, I neglect it. I don't, I hardly use it. But, but definitely it's a tool that definitely works. Um, so, I mean, do you mainly do, um, you know, commission pieces or do you just, you know, paint um, towards something? I use, um, majority of my work is requested. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will do like, odd paintings now and then um so yeah like at the moment i'm i'm only requested um like four or five weeks mm-hmm. um at the moment that's my schedule but i do i do get pay, get through paintings quite quick so that's there's quite a lot of paintings to get through there um mm-hmm. but yeah and then in between all of it i'll just like if i i need to separate it in a way where i need to do something for myself Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do prints of it, and then obviously the original is available as well. But yeah, I would say majority of my work is requested. Okay. Uh, so yeah, no, that's big. That's big. Um, and like this current situation now, you know, we've got mm-hmm. this mad, you know, coronavirus going on. Yeah. Um, some a lot of businesses are taking a hit. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of creatives are kind of slowing down a little bit. But you know, has it slowed you down, or has it just made you um, more active? Um, I'd, I've not seen any effect to be honest mm. um, I'd say the majority of the people that like request stuff from me are like obviously footballers yeah. and business owners mm. and they're, they're very like wealthy people anyway so I don't think they're getting affected by it as well okay. so they're, they've still got money so they're able to request still so mm-hmm. yeah thankfully um, I have those kind of people to keep me going as well so yeah, I've not, I've not really seen anything, any, any kind of change, uh, fingers crossed. So, yeah. No, that's very good. That's very mm-hmm. good. Um, Manchester, um, yeah. you know, some people usually would say, you know, nothing goes on in Manny. Uh, mm. Everything happens in London. If you want to, you got to come to London. You know, what, how is the scene creatively in Manchester? And do you feel as though there's, there is still a restriction in, you know, the creative industry and money i would say there is a restriction like london is the place (laughs) but (laughs) i'd say manchester is definitely like there's a a noise like people know of manchester and the the creative industry that's here and we're we're not we are still behind london but we're definitely like a landmark that people look to now Mm -hmm. and yeah i'd say it's just growing like i keep coming across that um artists all the time that are from manchester yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'd say about it. But London is like still the the go to place, I'd say. Um, which I definitely am. I've got plans to come to London very soon when mm. this virus thing's gone. That's <laughs> I mean. 
Yeah, because definitely, because I've probably been bothering you about doing some sort of <laughs> exhibition. You'd be like, don't worry, don't worry, I'm second time. I was like, okay, cool, I'll wait, because you know I'll wait. But um, yeah, definitely. That's just me, that I'm a pain in the, pain in the neck. No, nah, no, nah, it's cool, because you know, it's like every every artist like, has their process. You know, it, it definitely, um, when I want to do something, like whether it's a solo exhibition or a group exhibition with an artist, I always yeah. like to make sure the artist, you know, is comfortable with yeah. their collection. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They don't want to rush too many things out. And it's like, I respect creativity to a highest degree. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. um, a lot of artists sometimes even spend a year just building a collection of work. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But when the show hits, you know, people can appreciate that just a little bit more, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, what, like with you saying that, when you first came to me, when we first spoke about, you know, like um, coming down to do an exhibition and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when I think about it, when when that was the first talk between us, um, mm. the work that I had at the time that I probably would have brought, it would have mm. just been so random. Yeah. It would have been like a picture, a painting of like Muhammad Ali, a painting of real Ferdinand, a painting of a lion. It yeah. would have just been really scattered. There wouldn't yeah. have been any kind of like um, relation between any of them. So, whereas now, and I think that as well, like, at the time, like in the journey, at some points you like you you're not like you like frustrated a little bit where you are like I want to blow up, um, yeah, and I'm putting the work in. I just want to blow up now, and mm. then time goes on, and you're like, Do you know what? I'm so glad I didn't blow up back then because my work's so much better now. And if I wanted to blow up, now's yeah. the time. Do you know what I mean? You keep evolving. Yeah. So the reason that you don't blow up straight away, um, like I'm meant to be. I've been meaning to meet Real Ferdinand for um i've got two paintings of his in my yeah. house and i've been meaning to meet him for i think it's like nine months now yeah um, it's obviously he's a mega busy guy man he's 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 absolutely huge so it's just been really back and forth trying to land a date and then yeah. finally i was meant to meet him um when city were playing real madrid right before this virus thing happened oh my gosh that's probably was it this was it second leg or was it he, uh... um it was the first leg, wasn't it? First leg, yeah, yeah. First yeah, leg. Yeah, Second yeah. leg hasn't happened. Played, this is yeah. dreaming about it right now because I wanted to see that match. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, I was meant to meet him because um, I spoke to his PA and everything was arranged, like the time I was going to meet him at the Etihad. And then, um, and then, like, two days before, I got a message saying, yo, this virus thing, obviously the game's cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't go ahead with it. But obviously, once oh, everything's yeah. back up and running, we'll meet. So I was just like, oh, my days. But <laughs> yeah. I thought if I would have met him ages ago when I first did it which was like nine months ago or whatever mm. I've, my work's so much in my opinion it's evolved so much yeah um, so I'm glad I didn't meet him then yeah. <laughs> nice. like I said you know definitely it's a taking time sort of situation because if you had done my exhibition I don't think you would have been as happy then you'd be like nah I gotta come back harder do you know what I mean so now yeah, it's just yeah. like I'm taking time I'm perfecting my craft um this is what I want to put out Boom. Do you know what I mean? I think it's definitely yeah, yeah. Be something that's going to be appreciated even more because there's a, a better story behind that. Even now you're trying to get a piece to Rio. Look at the story that you're going to put behind it. We tried yeah, to yeah. do this here. This didn't happen. Coronavirus hit. It's like it's, it yeah. makes the piece, you know, more, um, makes them appreciate just a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um, who, who would be your like dream person to do some art for it's a commissioned piece um i would um 
possibly Drake, maybe. Mm. Um, Chris oh, Brown's, Chris house, Brown's a big one, man. Yeah, um, love Chris Brown, and also like he's he's crazily creative in every way. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely mad. Like some people are good at art, some people are music. Man, he's a he's an artist in every way, like music, dancing, yeah, singing. He's he's insane. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd love to do something for Chris Brown. Um, yeah, Drake. Drake's absolutely huge right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love man all these people like that who are massive. You just think, when you're younger especially, you don't realise how much hard work is actually behind it all. Yeah. You know, to, to get them where they are. Like Drake, you think, oh yeah, he's, he's a good rapper, he's got some music out that's popping. Um, but then when you actually dig back into his actual backstory and how much work he really puts in, and then when you start listening to his music more, like with concentration and understanding his lyrics, you start to realise, he says it in his lyrics, like he don't go clubbing, he, he makes the music that people club to and stuff like yep. that. It's, you understand, yo, that now nah, that they're actually like workhorses and mm-hmm. you understand that's how they've got to where they are. It's, it's hard work, not talent. So, Facts, facts. Love that quote, man. It's just, yeah, man. The, you, you've picked some artists who are never going to be forgotten. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like Drake's not going to be forgotten. You know, Chris Brown's not going to be forgotten because it's just like the work ethic and talent and the body of work is yeah, something yeah. that, you know, nobody can, you know, take from them. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, you know, they, yeah, yeah. they've, um, you know, have gone up and down, had their challenges, found themselves challenges, mm-hmm. that process and seeing them so resilient you yeah. know, makes them a, a point person of motivation. So it's definitely, you know, you've picked two, you know, dope, artists um you know to do some pieces for so you know i think why not get started you never know man somebody might know somebody whoever's listening so hey do you know what mm-hmm. another person that i'd throw in is kanye west yeah massive <laughs> one he's, he's yeah. my guy despite despite his um his <laughs> odd uh crazy points you know what i mean yeah, um, yeah i think because you know i've i've followed him for years you know bought the books mm-hmm. worn the shoes it's just yeah. like you're just you're being a part of someone's yeah like race their their marathon run do you know what i mean it's just like oh he's doing this he's doing that and you know ironically today he's he's now a billionaire you know yeah. I mean? which is amazing to see just of his brand and you know what he's done in wyoming owning the land and stuff and stuff like that so despite his challenges he's still stepping up do you know what i mean so it's always phenomenal yeah yeah, yeah. oh another person uh cristiano ronaldo Oh, that's that's massive. That's massive. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, all so, the, the thing is, I'm even thinking that like, even though you're mentioning all these names, Kanye, uh, yeah. Drake, they're all obtainable. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking to myself, I'm sure I know one person who knows someone to get. Yeah. That. Do you know what I mean? So I will be DMing you for for something. Um, uh, there was a a celebrity messaged me the other day about someone's piece but now he's looking for more pieces so i'm gonna hit okay. you up i don't want to say on the podcast right now yeah that's it um, yeah thank yeah, you appreciate that. um you know because you know you like to you know do important figures um so you know, i mentioned that you know a lot of these artists had their challenges and everything like that like what have been your challenges you know as an artist um challenges as an artist yeah artist human like you know i mean all sorts <laughs> um i don't really know to be fair mm. i'd say man i just i just put in the work um yeah. so and eventually it just happens for you 
Um, I never really took anything. Obviously, I took everything serious in the fact of like I wanted to change my life, and I yeah. knew artwork was like the thing that I excelled at, and I could make something of myself in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took it serious in that way, but I also took it seriously, not so serious in the fact of like, I'll do this painting for, of this celebrity because he inspires me and stuff. And if he doesn't see it, even though I've put like ridiculous amount of hours in work for it, it's cool, yeah. man. I'll, I'll just move on to another painting. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you put in so much work and do enough paintings, you will eventually get somewhere. Yeah. Um, so su- success will come. So I, struggles... Um, I can't really say anything. I can't. Obviously, I will have been through struggles, but I can't really pinpoint anything. Yeah, I've um, sorry. Is what I'm gathering is just like you know, you're just someone who's knows the tasks, knows what he has to do, and I yeah, think man. you may be aware of some struggles, but you don't acknowledge them. Yeah, man. Don't focus yeah. on the negatives in it. Just focus yeah. on what you can do and how you can like you're in control mm. and do whatever you can do to make stuff happen in it. Yeah, um, I will. I will mention something that's a bit more of like a lighter subject. That's like a challenge, man. I lost my hair, so <laughs> mate, that's that's a struggle. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, you know, my brother lost his hair <laughs> twenty three. Hope you don't mind me saying this. Um, and he, he was like, oh, like I'm, I'm bored. Of I said, just shave it, man. You just listen, keep it that way. It's like it's hard. Just grow <laughs> the beard out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, grow yeah. The beard out. You're already like, you know, you're hench, you're big. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> you've got the package. So it's not going to be like a massive weird transition. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, but nah, it's, it's not a nice thing. But how old was I? Obviously, I did modeling and stuff when I was younger. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, for me as well, like, it was, it was always a feature. And I had yeah. good hair and then I lost it. Um, but that's why I was always wearing caps in my pictures, like sat yeah. with my artwork and stuff. But mm. then it kind of like became, and then I, I went and got a hair transplant and now I have like, so I sorted the issue out. So the hair is good again. Not bad. See, if yeah, you're yeah. in there, there's a transplant um, option. So, you know, he invested in himself, which is phenomenal. Exactly, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, but I still wear the caps and stuff in the pictures because it's like a branding kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think no, it you, creates you, like a mysterious kind of look as well to the work. and Yeah, you've got like a sick, um, aesthetic with the, you know, black gloves. You were wearing gloves yeah. before this corona stuff. So, you know, you were ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cap, the hoodie, everything. It just looks sick. It just fits everything. So, yeah, it's definitely sick. Yeah, man. Mm. So, yeah, that's the vibe. Mm. Um, so, like, this is like your path now. You're 24. You're doing art. You know, where do you see yourself in you know the next 10 years you know obviously it's very hard to kind of say those things now because you know we've had this thing that just came here which is corona but you know Mm -hmm. next 10 years you know where do you see yourself as an artist okay um obviously 10 years is a long time Mm -hmm. but um i've got this one goal that i'm working towards Mm -hmm. um which i've not actually only let my close friends and family know um, but I thought of this idea was a year ago now because mm. it was when I met a certain customer of mine, a businessman. Yeah. Um, and I thought of this idea. So my ultimate goal is, and that I'm what, like, obviously I'm working in, there's loads of different things that I'm working on, but eventually it all compiles into this one big goal. Mm. And I want to create the most expensive painting, one of the most expensive paintings in the world. But I don't mean in the sense of, 
obviously I think the most expensive painting that sold was like 500 million or something, mm. which I don't want to sell the most expensive painting. Mm. Like at the end of the day, that most expensive painting was just a canvas with that was made with paint. Do you know what I mean? So the actual yeah. value of the creation of it is not a lot. Mm. I want to create the most expensive painting where, as in the sense of it costs millions to actually make the painting. So there's like, mm. there's diamonds, there's like, um, there's a, bag that's called like the Birkin bag which is like mm. one of the most expensive bags in the world mm. so I mean like get the material of that and like involve it into the painting as well just Insane. just just do something crazy that's that makes the actual painting cost millions to make in the first place mm. and then sell it so that's like the the whole point of it um mm. so yeah not be that's... actual the, don't sell it for the most because yeah. I don't think even though I'm a big like dreamer I think 500 mils like <laughs> um a big like that's a big price to beat mm -hmm. so but yeah that that's that's one of the main that's a big goal that i've got um which i'd like to achieve in the next 10 years um mm -hmm. i want to obviously host my own exhibition of just like so it's a big room where it's just yeah. my own my own work um mm -hmm. but yeah i really want to move into the sense of like more expensive kind of work um like start involving diamonds and stuff like that within the pieces. Um, I've started moving in towards that with, I've started adding resin and glass and stuff into my yeah. artwork recently. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of like moving into the direction that I want to go in with mm. the diamonds. Does the resin make it, the paintings heavier? Cause I've, I've yeah. made them up and close. Yeah, yeah, they, they may come a lot heavier to be fair. Mm. Especially if you're doing like a big painting, like one of my yeah. paintings here is 1.5 meter by one meter and that's mm. covered in resin and glass. And okay. Even the glass itself, like there's chunks of shattered glass on it, which make it a lot heavier as well. Plus the resin, so yeah, so it's quite a heavy painting. So. That's man. That's man. No, that I. That's definitely you know sick to see. And even the long term plan of, you know, having one of the world's most expensive pieces, yeah. um, and definitely doing that. By the sounds of it, that sounds like it's going to be a, a a great long term plan. As you know, yeah. Man if it's sourcing out diamonds or sourcing out mm -hmm. other materials that are expensive to be a part of it. That yeah. sounds like an amazing project yeah, um, yeah. as a whole. So, you know, definitely, you know, good luck with that. I can definitely see yeah. that. And obviously I um, I'll be looking for investors. <laughs> if mm -hmm. anyone's listening, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. But yeah. Um, so yeah, big, big plan at the end. Of, at the end. Mm. No, that's massive. That's yeah. definitely massive. I'm sure an investor's listening. We've had a few DMs, so um, <laughs> they, they're definitely, um, you know, paying attention to what's going on in, in the art game. So, mm -hmm. you, I mean, you, you speak about, you know, a lot about motivation and everything yeah. like that. Like, who are your, like, key guys that, you know, you pay attention to in the motivational game? Oh, okay. Um, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm -hmm. He's a big one. Um, I think he's very straight to the point. But he's also still like very sympathetic, even though he's very like hard with his advice. Yeah. Um, Eric Thomas, I used to listen to him a lot. I just listened to him this morning. Very Did good. You? Very good. Uh, Wes Brown, he's a mm. good one. Yeah. He's got a sick laugh as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Will Smith. Will Smith yeah. is a guy, man. Yeah. Um, listen to, he's got some really, really good like interviews on on youtube and stuff yeah uh, again another hard worker hmm. i love one of his interviews where he says it's about being on a treadmill i don't know if you yeah. might have heard of it where he says like obviously <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i mean that's what it's about yeah 
um, where you go all in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd just say them. Obviously, there is. There's loads um, that I've listened to. Um, there's a guy called, oh, what's he called? Tom Bailey? By- I'm not sure, actually. I will not check sure. him out. I've probably seen something because I've watched, uh, there's this YouTube channel called, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Evan Carmichael. Okay. And Evan Carmichael, he does top tens of different athletes, motivational speakers and everything like mm. that. And he just gets them to, well, he just breaks down the best quotes from past interviews. So definitely check that out. Right. I literally just watch probably like, he'll do like 50 Gary V motivational quotes or 50 Eric yes. Thomas. And that's literally, I wake up every morning and just play that. That's probably like 40 minutes a day. Right. I'm nice. This to the, the messages and uh, the key points for the day. And maybe I won't, you know, need 10 of them, but I might need, yeah. you know, 40 of them, do you know, into hair. Yeah. That's yeah. That's just in your head throughout the day. Okay, cool. It's, it's a great way to, you know, to kickstart your day. Well, it changed, it changes your mindset and that's what it's all about. Mm. Um, I remember when I was younger, I became like obsessed with like self, you know, like self improvement and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, when I was 18 is when I first read the book, which everyone knows now it's called the secret. Yeah. Um, I read that when I was 18 and I stopped drinking. As soon as I turned 18, I stopped drinking for four months. And I just, I just went so obsessed with the whole motivation, self-help mm. books, everything. Mm. I read like uh, Think and Grow Witch, The, the Alchemist, um, Napoleon. What's, oh, what's the other one? Napoleon um, Hill. Is it? You say you already said The Alchemist, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon yeah. Hill. Uh, the, um, the how to win friends and people i'm literally looking at all these books that you're saying in my <laughs> right now yeah man. Um, how to win friends that influence people uh, um, there's a tony robbins i've got richard branson's autobiographies as well yeah. um, so i read all these and i used to watch hours and hours of videos i used to go to sleep with headphones on you know like affirmations you know like yeah. trying to tell yourself that you're amazing mm. <laughs> um and I did that for years. At the time, I had a girlfriend as well who, like, obviously slept in my bed with me, and I'd like be listening to this stuff. Yeah. So you just got to be so. I'm, I'm really like, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, and I think that helps with what I do. But mm. it was years ago that I drilled all this stuff into me. So yeah. then when it came to do what I do now, I, it was, it was just like first nature, second nature, whatever you call it. Where mm. it just because like that when I started doing the large canvas artwork, it was only the start of last year so it's been a year and nearly half now and yeah. in that first year i did 96 paintings and they're all like large paintings that i do so mm. it was just knuckle down and just like full-on tunnel vision um, yeah. which i think helps with the whole self-improvement reading those books it's all the mindset and that so yeah um yeah. i agree with you on all that kind of stuff yeah now it's great that you know you've essentially you've trained yourself before you kind of really really started mindset wise yeah. and you did at an early age of 18 you know reading the secret um you know because i read these books later on and you mm. know it was me on learning a bunch of shit to yeah. now learn new stuff so it's always good to kind of okay what book what book's next i've read this one the secret okay that's about you know thinking positive and everything like that yeah, that's yeah. now enabled you to now put all those things into action because a lot of people yeah, just yeah. read 
and just say a bunch of stuff <laughs> um just for saying yeah. oh you've got to be this you've got to be that but they don't put no work in and you know you yeah, have yeah, yeah. that information and now put it into work and it just shows in the way you execute stuff and what is happening for you now so you should like you know applaud yourself on that one man yeah man thank you there's a there's an interview with jim carrey where he says it where he was like stood on the top of a hill or something saying yeah. that he, he needs to do this and then he writes on a check how much money he needs mm. and then and then puts it in his wallet and years go by and it deteriorates and everything. But he says, you got to say it and believe it, but then don't go eat an apple. Like you got to actually go and put the work in and don't exactly. just go do nothing. So yeah. A thousand percent, a thousand percent, bro. Thank you so much for this. It's, this is a motivational conversation, brother. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know I mean, and I definitely think, you know, you know, artists around your age and you're even younger, who's going to be listening to this, they're just going to feel, feel that energy. So, you know, thank you for that, man. No, yeah. Thank you for inviting me on on that. No worries. Where can they find you, man? Uh, Instagram, Scott R. Greenwood. And, well, is that, that, that Scott R. Greenwood is everything on social media for me. Okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, bro. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. No problem, man. All right, take care, man. Nice one, man. Send it.